Hi, I'm Cynthia, the spontaneous F-bomb-dropping Virgo who likes to sort socks. And I'm Michelle, the highly inquisitive, science-loving hypnotherapist who reads and walks a whole lot. You're You're listening listening to to It's All Connected. Connected. We decided to start this podcast because we are wildly curious and we want to talk about how events are connected, like spirit, business, love, and relationships, especially if the cause isn't obvious. We're also going to be talking about self-expansion and life's true purpose because it's our belief that there are invisible cosmic forces tying things together, often in unexpected and wonderful ways. We want to learn how people think about connections, making space for serendipity, the unknown, and magic. Nerd out with us and have fun along the way. Follow us and expand your sense of what's possible. Because it's all connected. Hi, and welcome to It's All Connected with me, Cynthia Varkavisser, and my friend and co-host, Michelle Walters. Today, we'll be speaking with Janet Louie. Janet is a master practitioner of the ancient Chinese metaphysical arts with a special gift for teaching and guiding people towards happier, healthier, and more fulfilling lives. Janet has presented to and taught literally thousands of people over the course of her career. Her speaking style is warm and engaging and very passionate about the power of feng shui. Janet's programs provide enormous value to a range of people and professions, everyone from complete beginners to feng shui enthusiasts, healers, natural health practitioners, and business professionals. In fact, anyone desiring to improve their fortunes, relationships, or lives in general can benefit from Janet's dynamic presentations on the metaphysical principles of feng shui. Welcome, Janet. Thank you, Cynthia, for that introduction. I'm so happy and excited to be here. Great. Well, we're happy to have you here too, Janet. Um, We know that you are a Botsy astrologer, but I'm not sure that everyone in our audience knows what Botsy is. So I was hoping you could start us off with explaining what is Botsy. Okay, Botsy is basically heaven luck. Okay, and and we measure, as feng shui consultants, we measure uh, luck in three ways through the cosmic trinity. And one is heaven look, and heaven look is Batsi, okay? And it's something that was dished out to you. You're, you're born with it, and you can't change it. It's just the minute you, you took your first breath, um, your Batsi chart was formed. And Batsi means eight characters. So when we're talking about Batsi, each pillar holds two words or two characters. Hence, um, you know, they... they they represent the year you're born, one pillar. The next pillar to the left, it goes from right to left, is your, the month you're born. And uh, the third pillar is your day pillar. And it's very significant because the reference point is the, um, uh, the day master, which is the upper stem of uh, the Batsi chart. And because she is invisible, we have no way of referencing or seeing it except through a reference point. And um, so Batsi, uh, it, it, it means eight characters. That's what, what Batsi means. Bat is eight, C is characters. So it's four stems on top, you know, and stems are um, the 10 heavenly stems in their yin and yang polarity. And then there's four branches on Bat, four animal signs. 
you know, the 12 animal, astrological animals in Chinese astrology. And the chart um, basically is used to analyze a person's destiny, okay? It's made up of Ming and Yun. Ming is fate, Yun is luck. So from the, from the time you're born, these five elements were captured. And one destiny supposedly is set when you're talking about heaven's luck or Batsi. Cool. Um, one of the things you brought up was something I learned a little bit about, and I think it'd be interesting for people to understand. And you mentioned that Batsi is like one, it's like your heavenly luck, but don't you have like two other kinds of luck also yeah. in, in yeah. Chinese astrology? That's can why you, it's called cosmic trinity. <clears throat> so can cosmic. you explain what the other two are? So oh, the other two are, <clears throat> okay, the other two uh, are earth luck, okay? And earth luck is, we can see it through the feng shui of a home. What, what type of mountains or bodies of water are around it? What is outside the house? that maybe may, might cause a problem like um, hanging wires or um, like uh, sharp corners of another building pointing at the corner of your building that will is creating uh, what we call Sha Chi, which is killing breath. And it affects that. <clears throat> when we put the bago over the house, the floor plan, we see which person gets affected, which body part, and it's pretty precise. <clears throat> and that's called earth luck. So when we go and audit a place, we're not only doing the heaven luck, the astrology of that person to find out what's going on for the year for them is very thorough. It's better than seeing a doctor because doctors can't look at your environment and see what's wrong, you know, and, um, and sometimes you can correct it just doing certain things in the house. And so the other Trinity or so each of them hold 33.3% of your luck and your destiny. Okay, so the last one is the man luck. Okay, the man luck is like doing the right things at the right time, at the right date. So that's where date selection comes in. So when I audit a house, I also uh, do activation dates and it's, it's chosen based on um, how lucky the date is. It goes through these streams of uh, filters of different systems of date selection and the luckier it is the better the activation starts and you know it's good all around for that person um but there are many forms of date selection i can't get into it because that that's another no subject. no no we don't need to go into all uh, of it but know, i think I mean, it's that's I think the it's, cosmic trinity so it's all yeah. from the cosmic trinity and yeah and you can improve a person's luck just doing butsy and feng shui that is so cool. Mm -hmm. So I was also wondering if you could tell us a little bit about how Batsi is similar or different from Western astrology. I, I think probably more of our listeners are familiar with Western astrology and people are going to want to know, is it, is it the same? Is it different? How does it work out? There's some similarities to uh, Chinese astrology, except that in Chinese astrology, we call it four pillars of destiny, and we use the five elements versus Western astrology. It um, the div divides the signs by the month, okay? And, and uh, people born in, in, in the same months share the same traits, okay? And then versus 
in Four Pillars of Destiny or Badzi, you divide the signs by years, months, and days and hours. Okay. And um, it, it, it uses, uh, with Batsi, they use the lunar solar calendar, whereas in Western astrology, they use uh, the Western calendar, okay? And in uh, Batsi, it's a little bit more complex, a little more detailed. It, it goes into relationships between the branches and the stems called clashes, combination, harms, uh, punishments, destruction between the branches and, and the different pillars. And then in Western astrology, there are 12 houses. Each house represents a different aspect of our life. Okay. And uh, uh, there's, there's major personal luck changes. It occurs every 10 years, what we call the luck pillar in the Bazi chart. And with the luck, with Western astrology, it's affected by certain planets' cycles. All right. So there is a difference. Um, the elements... Um, are dynamic in Batsi and they constantly nourish and control each other. So there's a constant interplay of the five elements in their control producing and reducing cycle. So, but in Western astrology, it's each planet has its own sphere of influence. So I just wanna throw this one to Michelle because mm -hmm. it was life-changing for her when she found out that she was 70% water, Michelle, is that how that, how that was for you? And, and for weeks, the conversation was all about water. It was amazing. And it was so amazing. I actually had to take a look and make sure that I didn't have metal. Is that what it was that I, I shouldn't have too much of for you, Michelle, when we were working together? So, yeah. So I had a Batsy reading at the beginning of the year and I got real excited about it. And I got a Batsy calculator for my phone. And, you know, the phone simplifies everything. It's not, it's not good. Like somebody personal like you, but the, the Batsy calculator on my phone says that I'm, I think 74% water of all of the elements. Like it's in, of those eight boxes in the, in the Batsy, I have water in five of them. <laughs> and yeah, well, it's great. Except that I've realized that, um, I've taken away from this that I need structure because one of the common things I understand about the water element is that water, the other, all the other elements have a shape, but water doesn't have a shape. And so when I came up with this, I decided that I needed more structure in my life because I'm so water. Um, and it's, it's helped as a way that I look at things moving forward. So Cynthia is well aware of me constantly looking for more structure and more regularity because I'm so water. <laughs> water is also a sign of intelligence and wisdom, depending on the quality of the water. Are you a very intelligent person? I oh, think yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> when people have a lot of water, as far as relationships, they tend to have a higher sex drive. You know, and, uh, <laughs> well, I laugh because my, my Western astrology uh, says that my Venus is in Scorpio, which apparently is like, uh -huh. like, um, thing. like astrology for high sex drive. So. <laughs> yeah, you can also tell if your sex drive is really high. If you look at the animal branches and if they're the four cardinals, horse, uh, uh, rat, rabbit and rooster, then you're really a sex addict. <laughs> See, I just, 
find this well, fascinating. Will you confess to us now, Michelle? <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to open the calculator here on my yeah. phone and double check. I'm, back. I'm checking my app. I said, you I'm can't get enough. There's <laughs> a lot you could see when you see the major element. I'm fire. You know, I've got so much fire. That's why we get along, Michelle, you and I right away. There's <laughs> chemistry because you have the element I'm lacking. I have no water. And oh. it's the law of nature. Did you know that? That I'm automatically attracted to water people or I get along with them. It's funny because everyone I roomed with when I went on, on a class out of town or whatever, they were water people or wood people. or They were something I didn't have the element of. And you'll find that out as you, you study, if you study Chinese metaphysics, you're attracted to what you don't have. So you will yeah. be attracted to people with fire. Do you have a lot yes. of fire in your chart? I don't have no. a lot of fire. Yeah, <laughs> see, I just have a lot like of water. It. Automatically, there's it some kind of- It probably is. It probably is. Yeah. So I just find this all so fascinating. And it's not like I know much about Western astrology either, but- I have really come to see a lot of strength in this ancient Chinese system. Yeah. You know, like I said, the water, it depends on the quality of your water. Is your water good or is it stagnant? Or you also, we also look at quality and if there's eating God's star, it even makes you more intelligent. That's going into mm. 10 gods which is more advanced, you know, like we start looking at the secrets. Well, and we're in a, we're in a yang water year, right? This yes. Is a, yes. Yes. Yang so water. that, that was supposed to also be good for water people. You get more good luck in a water year. Well, I guess. Yeah, it depends what your day master, like I told you, the day master is the reference point. So what is your day master? Do you know the third um, stem tip from? Yeah. Your the, the, my day master is water. Hang on, I'm checking. Um, it's water, water, water on the top, and um, is it yin, yin water or yang water? I'm checking right mm -hmm. here on my on my app. My day master is yin water. Oh, you're gray water, so you don't like confined spaces. You're kind of like the mist and the fog. You have <laughs> to. Is that true? And well, that's of, what that's what the other Batsy lady said. Yeah, and she said you're kind of, uh, uh, you know, kind of sloppy because usually, you know, they leave their little messes behind the the fog and the you know the dew and everything, you know. But they definitely don't like to be in, in an office job. They like to move around. They don't like to be. Is that no, true? Well, this, yeah, it's totally Michelle, true. Mm -hmm. This is it's totally so great. True. We have, uh, we just had this talk, right, Michelle? And, and uh, I believe you got your answer from this morning. Happy day. <laughs> happy, happy day. Yeah, it's a good day. We don't have to talk about your sex life anymore. Here. <laughs> but we want to. Well, we just have to find the right person, Unless you want person, to review it, up to you. <laughs> so, uh, Janet, we also wanted to ask you a little bit about um, Batsy in other parts of the world, because um here it's still kind of largely unknown but I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit as kind of we want to understand what the world is like um how Batsi is used in other places Batsi in Southeast Asia is is really really important they use it especially in the corporate world uh they hire people like us to, in, in a kind of like um retainer as a retainer to come in and problem solve. 
And one of the things they do in the corporate world, uh, especially if they're, they're like multimillionaires or millionaires, uh, they, they use it to see if the employee, especially the CEO, is suitable for the, the corporate, you know, one of the main roles in, the, in their corporation. Um, they choose the CEO for the company based on, you know, their Bazi. And I, when I was studying Bazi, uh, Joey App used to look at his, the people that were coordinators for his program, and he could see whether they could bring in the people or not. So it's used a lot um, in, in, in uh, companies, especially multi-million dollars companies. Uh, Bazi is, is, if you study Chinese metaphysics, you have to know Bazi because date selections connected to Bazi, you have to look as at the person's Bazi chart to choose the right date. The marriage date is, is, is very important. Bazi is also used in, in Qimendunjia. You need that to start a Qimendunjia chart. And, um, and, and that's another metaphysical studies that's really amazing. And you can manifest things uh, based using dates. So Bazi is so important. And, and they, the, my um, uncle, when he went to get married, they went to a fortune teller in Hong Kong. And he, they told him, are you sure you want to marry this woman? She was beautiful, my aunt. They said, are you sure you want to marry her? It doesn't look like it's going to work out. You know, so they look at their Bazi chart, and they can tell. And sure enough, she ran off with the cook, you know, she divorced him, she was unhappy after they had four kids, you know, and uh, still, still kind of, you know, my mom said she's crazy. <laughs> so there was, you know, she was beautiful, but the match was not there. And they looked at the Bazi chart. And you can see if that person's right for you, that special one, I have, I have had people, and that's one of the ways they use it in Southeast Asia, is to see if your potential partner is really going to be a good partner for you. And what do they want? The secrets are all in there. Who's going to be with them during their life? You know, it, it's all hidden in the hidden stems. That's why I like 10 gods so much, because it tells me, you know, more deeply who's going to be with them most of their life, you know, and, and for me, it was my mother-in-law and my husband would always be there for me because they're right under my day pillar. So it's really cool. You can even see the environment you're going to end up being attracted to living, living in. So it's, it's really amazing, amazing. You know, you, you can see if this person wants to get married or just wants to live together. Uh, what do they want in a relationship? You know, in one of the talks, I think it was, was it Santana's partner? Uh, that girl, Anne? Is it Anne? Yeah, she, I looked at her body and I said, she wants someone, I looked at the hidden stem and she wants someone that's loyal. And she was going, oh, I can't believe this. How did she know? <laughs> And Santana was really surprised, you know, I, you know, I just look at the hidden stem, you know, they want, you know, certain tang god that wants loyalty. Yeah. And so that's how it's used in, in South. Oh, another way that it's used in Southeast Asia is every year we have a Batsi chart for the year and we can predict with pretty good accuracy what's going to happen. So every year they have a kind of like, um, a new New Year's event, and, and it's called Chinese Astrology and Feng Shui. And they come out with the Bazi chart for the year, and they predicted for 2022 there would be flooding, you know, because, oh, wow. yeah, they already knew, you know, because there's Renyin 
and Ren Yin repeats again. And that is called a Fu Yin. When, when the, you see a repeat, it's not a good sign of uh, water. There was a lot of water, there was a lot of wood. And uh, they said, be careful with health and money because Ren was the, the Yang water was the wealth element. And it was, uh, there was a seven killing underneath. So seven killing is a ten god that's volatile. So the money, the stocks would go up and down. Sure enough, it is going up and down. So in the beginning of the year, we can predict. So that's another important way in Southeast Asia, they use it. And these people show up at these talks to find out what to invest in, you know, which industry is not going to do well. Where's the money at? You know, and it's pretty accurate. You know, I hate to say it, but it is. Um, so I, I loved it. You actually, I actually got a personal um, Botsy calendar from you. And yes. I really liked it because I would forget sometimes that I had it. Mm -hmm. and, and then I'd have a day where I'm struggling. And I'd take a look and sure enough, it's in line with what is what is uh, written in the calendar. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like you're, you should pay attention to the wealth days because on well, those days, yeah, ooh, you're gonna get the mala. <laughs> guess what? Guess what I'm doing? I'm buying another calendar. That's all I got to say about that. I am buying another calendar, and I'm yeah, much closer. yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you really, it, it it's really good. It, it's using date selection, it, everything, it, just about every kind of metaphysical. We need the Bodzi chart. You know, because it tells us uh, how the year is going to go, how the month's going to go. Even the month has a Bazi chart. You know, uh, the day can have a Bazi chart. <laughs> right, right. I get it. You know, so if you line it up where all your wealth months, wealth days, wealth hours are lined up, sure enough, the money will come more easily to you. We're having so much fun. I want the listeners to remember who we are and what's going on. We mm -hmm. are... It's all connected. That's who you're listening to uh, with Cynthia Varkavisser and Michelle Walters. And we're having a blast interviewing Janet Louie about Botsi, a form of Chinese astrology. So please support It's All Connected. We ask that you follow us on your favorite podcast platform and rate and review our show. It will help. It will help. <laughs> <laughs> Janet, when you and I were speaking earlier, you were telling me about some of the uncanny things that you've seen while you have been doing this kind of work. Mm -hmm. For example, and if you want to talk about a different client, that's fine. But you were talking about a client who wanted to follow in the footsteps of some of the giants in her industry and how her Bazi chart is similar to the birth charts of other giants in her profession. And I think this is a really interesting story. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I had a recent client that uh, wanted to do a certain profession, uh, digital comics, and she um, was asking me what were her chances of succeeding and how can she succeed? So whenever I do any type of audit of a house or um, a Batsy reading, I you know, usually a feng shui audit. She wanted me also to do her feng shui. I have a long questionnaire and I ask people, um, you know, what are their what are their long term goals? What are their short term goals? And this particular person wanted money was important to her. You know, money was very important to her. So and fame. So she, I did her bodsi, and it turned out that uh, she had a the same pillar as uh, Charles Schultz and Davis, and the guy that um, drew um, Garfield. Oh, Garfield, yeah. The cat. 
Yeah, she had the exact same. And she goes, well, uh, Janet, which profession can I make it? I, I really like digital comics. And um, so sure enough, I looked in, you look into the month branch to see where you can make the most money, which career, and you look at the hidden STEM, but there's a main hidden STEM. And sure enough, it was wood. And wood is like drawing, it's like teaching. I said, well, you know, if you teach about digital comics or you start learning it, you can start making money. And so she um, listened to me, and but she wanted to know when could she start promoting herself as, as a, a com comic person. So I have to look at the luck pillars and sure, lo and behold, in a year or two, she had something and that's how we could help people to find out when the wealth chi is solid, you know, you know, the chi to succeed is there. And it's through something called rooting where we see the same element in their luck pillar. We look at the luck pillar, you know, which is separate from the Botsi. The luck pillar is every 10 years, it changes. And sure enough, she had um, an output element rooted on, not only on the stem, but also the hidden uh, stems. So when it's rooted, that means the sign, uh, a sign that she can make a large amount of money during that time. So I said, this would be a good time in another year. And she goes, do you mean it's coming that soon? Somebody told me three years, you know? And I said, well, you know, you're a year old in, in the Bazi chart, you're already one year old, you know? So it, it, it's probably next year. So she's preparing and, you know, but you have to have someone like me tell you exactly when to hit it and hit it hard. Some people pass it and they never know. So Bazi is so important because it, it guides you when to do it, when to make, um, you know, to promote your business or to have a grand opening. I, I just have a client right now that's asking me for grand opening date for her uh, inn that she's opening in the Philippines. And, you know, she bargained with me and she said, one date is that expensive. I go, yes, I had to look at your Bazi chart. I had to look through all these date selections, you know, it took time to find the right date and it, it couldn't clash with your Bazi chart, especially the year pillar. Right. And I had to make sure it was a good date and it filtered through three different systems of Bazi. Date selection is not easy, you know, and I, I, I did give her a discount, but, you know, I, I said, normally I pay this for a business or I mean, people pay me for this amount, yeah. you know, and yeah. they'll always try no, to- It's, it's very complicated. It it's is really super complicated. It's yeah. probably one of the worst, most complex classes because you have to know your Bazi, you have to know your feng shui by the time you do date selection. If you don't know it, you don't know how to activate or pick that date to activate the right things in the house to give you what you, you need, the luck that you need or the change you know, in your fortune. And if you don't know it, then how can you do date selection? It seems simple when you, oh, just pick a date. No, it's more than that. You got to look at the person's Bazi chart and see when's a, a, you know, filter it through four different systems of date selection and make sure that they're all good. At least three are good to use that date for that person. And if it isn't, then you don't use it. If it clashes right. with their year pillar, then you don't use it. Right. You know, it's not usable. If it's a, a Donggong unusable date, then it's not usable. <laughs> So that's how it works, you know, it's, it's all interrelated according to the cosmic trinity. I really respect the work that you do. I tried doing Bazi and there are, it's so technical that it is. I it thought, is. 
I thought there's no way that I'll be able to, to get through it because I, I love details, but that's a lot, a lot of details. It's a lot. And, you know, very, yeah, very technical. It's very technical and you have to study it. Listen, um, I love that we're talking about Botsy and um, Feng Shui. Um, we heard that you're also working in Dow Geomancy. <clears throat> So can you tell us what that work is, what that's all about, and how does it help people? Okay. Um, I, I I just, a year or two ago, about two years ago, I, I started studying Dow Geomancy, and this guy was a master in um, teaching us about geomancy and dowsing. You know, the first time I used two dowsing rods to check for underground water. And... Um, I added this recently into my classical feng shui practice to become more well-rounded because without knowing geomancy or what, it could be energies underneath the ground that's hurting a person in the house or causing the illness. And the only way, you know, I wanted to be more of a well-rounded consultant. So I uh, learned about Hartman-Curry lines that, that come in through the house at a certain point, how to map it on the floor plan then learn how to block them so they won't create a problem because where they cross, where they cross, it uh, it forms a, a negative vortex that um, creates illness or weakness in the body, and um, where they intersect. And the only way to stop these lines from intersecting is to block them where they come into the house. But there's other uh, geo. So so basically, I'm adding like looking at geopathic stress, or I give people a choice. Do you want me to check the geomancy? That means going in with my dowsing rod, checking for underground water, checking for, um, you know, uh, curses, checking for, you know, a lot of esoteric stuff that normally a classical feng shui consultant does not do. And what, what underground water is probably the worst other than the earthquake fault lines, um, but it's all coming underneath the ground and people are dying from it. You know, hundred percent of the people that have cancer are on these ge geopathic stress zones. And it's kind of like radiation. Your body constantly gets exposed to it 24 seven. It gets weaker and weaker. You end up with cancer, arthritis, um, you know, illnesses like diabetes and it, it's all coming from underneath the ground. So I got interested in that and it's fascinating. Um, you know, we went, went to one, one house and there was under, underground water and the girl told me her mother-in-law died from stage four, you know, and her uh, aunt died from stage four cancer. And it was in that, it's in the whole building, you know, and personally it happened to me and I had no idea I had the problem until I started getting weaker and weaker to a point where I had to use the cane and my arthritis just went to stage four from three to four in two years, you know? So I, um, I, I use merit foil. <laughs> I have it underneath the sofa and I threw a rug over it. I taped it down underneath my bed now and I'm feeling so much better. I was very off balance and I didn't know why. And the teacher said, it, it does affect your intuition. It does affect your balance. And uh, if you're, you're under it, but uh, for a long time, I, I was uh, disabled and I lived in this house and I didn't know, 
at least I found the problem and it's the underground water, you know? So it's not too good to live on the bottom of steep hills. <laughs> I'm right, right. Lesson, yeah. lesson taken. So yeah. Janet, we, we wanted to ask you um, what kinds of, do you have any events coming up? Anything you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, well, I'm thinking about teaching a, a beginning buzzy class, like an intro class. And uh, I need six people and I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to teach it on Zoom. It's probably going to be like four to six hours, just an introduction. And I am an affiliate for um, Kevin Fong. So his, I'm, you know, if you use my link, I will have monthly free uh, uh, Bodzi review classes with you. And plus, you'll be invited to my Chinese metaphysics uh, new Facebook page I'm starting that goes through all the metaphysical uh the metaphysical subjects like Qi Men and Yi Jing. And, you know, I'm, I'm just going to kind of put it in there and see who's interested, but I'm just starting it out. Um, I also sell the foils, the merit foils to deflect the geopathic stress lines. If you should sleep under one, but the only way to detect it is if you know how to use a dowsing rod and I do, I'm trained. And um, then I'm like distributor of that. And, um, great, great. Yeah. Well, people will have to get a hold of you um, yes, to absolutely. come out and do your dowsing. We'll let everybody know that you are in San Francisco. So mm-hmm. dowsing probably is better done in the Bay Area than in other parts of the world. All they have to do um, is give me a floor plan and I could do oh, it on the floor plan. You can do it with a floor plan. I, I can do it before I go to your house. I'll map it out and, and, uh, you know, and I'll, I'll map it out and you give me your floor plan and I'll tell you where the Hartman query comes in and I can check to see if there's spirits, if there's, um, you know, uh, where's the geopathic stress at, you know, I also check for black streams and, um, uh, as well as underground currents, you know, but it's so important part of, uh, making you more of a well-rounded consultant and the head of the school, he said, how could you do feng shui audits without checking this this is really bad if you don't you know because this is people's life you know and uh and it's called well, the silent killer <laughs> Janet, we so yeah. appreciate your time today this yeah. has been so much fun thank you for having you. me it's great fun yeah, yeah we'll we've learned a lot on and on with you guys yeah <laughs> we'll look at We'll get all of your details and put mm-hmm. the details in the show notes. So if people yes, want to get a hold of you, you. they'll, they'll yeah. know how to do so. Yeah. I wanted to remind our listeners that you've been listening to It's All Connected with Cynthia Varkavisser and me, Michelle Walters. We have been speaking today with Janet Louie of Golden Phoenix Feng Shui. Please support us on our show and follow us on your favorite podcast app and we really want your ratings and reviews it will help us a lot as we find more listeners to share our great guests like janet louie with in the future so thank you janet thank you michelle thank you cynthia i had so much fun uh doing this podcast this is my first one but it was great great thank you